Welcome to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast, your space to find empowerment and wisdom on your journey. We talk about it all, sacred women's wisdom, empowered entrepreneurship, and everything you never learned about your body in one inspiring space. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder. Let's dive in. Welcome back, beautiful friends, to the Goddess Ceremony Podcast. I'm so incredibly excited that you're here. If you've been following along for a while, then you may remember that about a year ago, I did an entire episode on breast health. And I'm excited to update all this information to talk more about some new tools and things that I think are so vital to talk about. I remember when I did that episode, it was one of the most downloaded to date. And today we're going to go even deeper. We're gonna go down the rabbit hole together and talk about a subject that is so key for us as women. And yet we don't see a lot of information about breast health around us. We hear about the markers for cancer. We hear about the need to go and get a mammogram. But what about prevention? What can we all be doing right now to support our breast health from a space of empowerment, of connection and inner wisdom? So we're gonna talk all about breast health today and the five key ways that you can be supporting your breasts right now. So in the US, get this, the most recent statistic shares that one in eight women will develop breast cancer in their lives one in eight, so that's about 13% of all women will develop breast cancer in their lives. Friends, I don't know about you, but that's a staggering statistic to me. And that statistic doesn't include the massive amount of women that will go on to develop breast lumps, whether that's fibrosis or cysts in their breasts. Some of those are benign, meaning non-cancerous. Some of those do go on to become cancerous or malignant, but there's no study that I could find anyway that could really break down how common breast lumps really are. At least in my practice, I see a huge amount of women with things going on in their breast health, and often that mirrors other things going on in the body as well. So whether you're listening to this purely from a prevention measure, because you're interested in learning how to support your breast health, the little things you can be doing right now, or if you are healing through something, I hope this information is valuable and at least gives you some insights on what you can be doing right now to support your healing process. Breast health is obviously a very complex subject and there's a lot of factors that contribute. These are just some of the things that I've learned in my journey to help support healthy breasts, but it's by no means exhaustive. So understand that this is not a replacement for self-exams. I'm actually gonna talk about why your own self-examinations are so important and why I absolutely recommend going in for screenings like thermography especially and getting support from any sort of medical professional. So really hear that this is not the kind of thing to uh, to brush under the rug. I'm so excited to share the five big tips that you need to know to support your breast health. Some of them will probably be really shocking to you, but this is the kind of information all women deserve to have. Okay, before I dive into that though, I wanna share about an epic deodorant that I have found. Raise your hand if you have tried all the natural deodorants and they totally didn't work for you. Like you buy them, you're super, super optimistic. You put them on in the morning and by the afternoon, you're sweating through your clothes, you stink and it's just bad. So I've been on this grand quest, so to say, to find a natural deodorant that meets my scrutiny of ingredients that also really works. So I wanna tell you about this epic deodorant called Rain. It's all natural, it's aluminum free. Friends, it has six ingredients and it's made from safe aromatic extracts. So it's actually fragrance free. And the most important part is it actually works. 
So I've been using this every single day for the last couple months. It's not sticky, there's no residue, it's lab tested and it's safe for the whole family. So I am obsessed with this deodorant. You can find it at raindeodorant.com and that's R-A-Y-N deodorant.com. And because I love it so much, they've also extended a beautiful coupon code to all of you. So you can save 20% on your order with coupon code GC20 at checkout. I'm telling you, if you have been disappointed with natural deodorants in the past, you're going to want to give this one a try. It's also baking soda free. So for all my friends out there that have struggled with natural deodorants because they break out and get rashes from all the baking soda, this is the one you've been waiting for. So go to raindeodorant.com. It's also in the show notes. All right. The number one most important thing that you can start doing to support your breast health is to be incredibly vigilant about the type of deodorant you use and to ditch the antiperspirants. So if you're at home, I want you to walk into your bathroom and I want you to look at the deodorant bottle you have. And if it says antiperspirant, throw it in the trash. I know that's some tough love, but that is for your best interest. So deodorant is incredibly important. And I know many people that are very natural, that are you know very vigilant about their organic food, about their skincare, but many of them still use commercial or quote normal deodorant. And this is one of those areas that you don't wanna skip over. This is perhaps the most important, especially when it comes to breast health. When you think of the armpit, think of how close this is to the breast tissue. Our armpits are meant to detoxify. This is one of the main ways that our lymphatic system flushes out toxins. And so if we start to block that, especially with an antiperspirant, then we no longer sweat and therefore no longer detoxify. So there is a correlation between long-term use of antiperspirants and the development of some sort of breast mass. And that's really, really important for everyone to hear. Deodorants are notorious for also containing aluminum and array of ingredients that you can't even begin to pronounce. So if there is one thing you take away from this entire podcast episode, I hope it is this fire in your belly to make sure that you are buying high quality, all natural deodorants so that you're supporting your breast health for the long term. So no more antiperspirants, no more cheap deodorants that are full of chemicals and fragrances that we know disrupt hormone balance hugely. The second big thing you can start to do to support your breast health is to give yourself regular breast massages. So for a lot of us, those of us especially that wear bras most of the time or tight-fitting clothes who wear a lot of workout clothing or tight sports bras, our breasts can become stagnant or our lymphatic system doesn't have the capability to move and therefore flush out toxins. And this is, again, where buildup can occur. Doing a regular breast massage not only helps to stimulate the lymph flow to encourage detoxification, but it's also a valuable way to do a self-examination. I think we've all heard that you should be examining your breasts once a week, but how many of us actually do that? So by giving yourself a regular breast massage, you'll be able to feed two, two birds <laughs> with one seed. So to do a breast massage, I recommend doing it every time you get out of the shower or at least once a week. You'll take a little bit of coconut oil or jojoba oil, whatever organic oil you choose, and lightly rub that all over your breasts. So you can do different kinds of movements. You can do big circles around your breasts. You can lean over so your breasts hang down slightly and massage deeper beneath them. You can do long sweeping motions from your nipple up to your armpit to encourage detoxification. So not only is this encouraging the lymph flow, but it will also be a great tool so that you can make sure that you don't have any growths or lumps that seem abnormal. It's also a beautiful way to connect to your breast tissue. In Tantra, they believe that the connection to the breasts is also the connection to the heart, 
which is why some Tantra teachers believe the most important part of foreplay for a a woman is by connecting to her breasts, because this will encourage her to feel an emotional heart connection with the partner before anything progresses. And I think that's really beautiful. So encourage yourself to create a beautiful practice in breast massages so that you can start to connect to this sacred place and be preventative. The third big tip that is so incredibly important is to be mindful of how many hours per day you are wearing a bra or very tight-fitting clothing. So there's an incredible book called Dress to Kill, and it talks about the link between breast cancer and bra use. And so here's some really wild statistics for you. So they found that women who wore their bras 24 hours a day, which sounds awful to me. I can't imagine wearing a tight-fitting bra or a bra with an underwire that many hours a day, but some people do, had a three out of four chance of developing breast cancer. Women who wore bras more than 12 hours a day, but not to bed, had a one in seven risk. And women who wore their bras less than 12 hours a day had a one of 52 risk. They found that women who rarely wore bras or never did had a one in 168 chance of getting breast cancer. So obviously there's a lot of other factors going on, but this does demonstrate how wearing bras can cause the development of some breast-related issues. So what does all this mean? When we think of stagnancy or something cutting off lymph, bras certainly fall in that category. I remember back in the day when I was such a huge proponent for the big, giant Victoria's Secret push-up bra and you wouldn't catch me in public without that thing on, I can remember feeling that tightness and how much that restricted my chest. Now, if I'm at home, full transparency, I generally don't wear a bra. And when I do wear a bra, I have a very, very light bra that has no underwire that provides just enough coverage for me to feel like it looks nice beneath a blouse or something like that. So especially when you are home, I would encourage you to go braless or to just wear a light shirt or tank top. When you do have to go out, opt for a bra that does not have an underwire. In the link in the show notes here, I just linked to three great bras, and I know sometimes women who have a larger cup size feel like, well, that's nice for you that you can go without a bra, or nice for you that you can do a bra without underwire, but there's one bra here that I've linked in the show notes that especially is great for women with larger cup sizes that doesn't have an underwire, but is still really supportive. So know that your bras can dramatically affect overall breast health. This is not necessarily a crusade to go out and burn your bras. (laughs) Though if you want to, you can, but it is a huge reminder to limit how often you're wearing them. And especially right now, who needs a bra anyway, right? (laughs) I mean, to each their own, right? But at least lowering your exposure is going to help in the long term. The fourth really key thing to remember here is also that vitamin D and breast health go hand in hand. So if you live somewhere that is very dark or you don't feel like you get a lot of outdoor exposure to the sun, you're going to want to supplement with a high quality vitamin D product. I've linked my favorite one in the show notes. It's just a dropper form. It's on Amazon. It's my preferred method if I am unable to be outside. But for a lot of us in the Northern Hemisphere, it's beautiful outside. So a reminder to get 15 to 20 minutes of sun exposure a day so that you're getting plenty of vitamin D supporting your breast health, and really starting from that foundational part. I know a lot of us tend to think of the bigger things in breast health, but it's also about something as simple as a vitamin. Making sure that you are getting enough vitamin D really does make a big difference for a lifetime of breast health. My last big tip, and it's not even so much a tip, but a a reminder 
or an encouragement to look at something a little deeper, and that is to reconsider your birth control method. A lot of you know I've done two entire large episodes about birth control and how it affects the body. And I didn't do these episodes in an attempt to discredit birth control or to say that birth control is terrible, but rather to give you the information you need to make informed consent. If you get all of the information and still feel like hormonal birth control is the best choice for you, then that is your choice and you have full power to make that decision. But most of us, when we are put on birth control, have no idea what we are consenting to and have no idea that it does increase our risk for some cancers. Hormonal contraceptives, by their nature, alter the natural hormone function of the body in order to prevent pregnancy. And as the packaging of any hormonal contraceptive will explain, it does put you at higher risk of certain cancers, heart disease, blood clots, strokes, etc. So the link between contraceptives and cancer has been well documented. And one study definitely showed that there was a large increased risk with the injectable contraceptives like the Depo-Provera shot um, that can double cancer risk. So it's just important to know that if you're choosing to be on hormonal birth control, you may be at an increased risk. This is why I'm such a big advocate for natural fertility awareness or cycle tracking. And if that's a new concept to you, you can go back a few episodes and find that episode where I go in depth into how to actually track your cycle as a form of birth control, because it is doable. It's something I've done for almost a decade. And if done with vigilance, like any other birth control method, it can be very, very effective. So just another reminder to make sure you're doing your research on any birth control method that you choose so that you know at least what you are consenting to. A couple other important mentions that I wanted to throw out there. Uh, be mindful about your devices. Please don't put your phone in your bra. Oh my gosh, anytime I see that in public, I wanna go shake them. Please don't do that. We know that EMF exposure does increase risk of cancer. So that means we don't necessarily want these devices on our bodies at all times. Don't sleep with your phone right next to you. Just simple things that I think we all intuitively know, but definitely don't put your phone in your bra, my friends. Stress certainly has a huge correlation to breast health, so be mindful of what you're doing right now. Carve out time to take care of yourself, to nourish yourself, to be really kind and caring, and to listen to what it is you actually need. Omega-3s are also known to be extremely helpful for breast health, so I recommend a very high-quality fish oil, Cod liver oil from Norway is wonderful. Krill oil is also fantastic for most people. And lastly, don't forget about the mineral iodine. We think of iodine for thyroid health, but it's also incredibly important for breast health. So you can get that from high quality kelp products, uh, from seaweed, and you can also buy a high quality iodine product. I've linked my favorite in the show notes if that's something you are interested in. Your breast health is so incredibly important. These five tips I think are, are really simple. They're really accessible. There's nothing over the top fancy about them. So hear this as that loving encouragement to do something that's really good for your body that will serve you in the long run and allow you to move throughout life with your breasts in mind. So if this is fascinating to you, come find me on Instagram at menstruation queen. And I would love to celebrate you in your reclaiming of your breast health. All of the links are in the show notes to all of my favorite products, to the rain deodorant, and to the blog post that I wrote last year about my favorite bras for breast health specifically. All right, beautiful friends, I will see you here very soon. Thank you for joining us, beautiful friend. Please share the love with a five-star review, text the episode to a friend, and connect with me on Instagram at Goddess Ceremony. Until next time.